guarding a Yonti in the middle of the night can't be too hard, can it? Okay, so you've got the Yanti. He is out for the night. As you well know, Cravoy is standing guard outside. Selenar does not sleep, but he's going to meditate and kind of regain his center. Oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Cravoy, I would like you to make a... Why don't you take a perception check? You can do that. I can do that. All right. Ooh, 15 on the die. And my wisdom is a, right? That's wisdom. My wisdom is a six. So it's a 21, but ease. Wow. Perfect. Okay. Plus two on saves. John, Alpha, don't forget. What happened? Plus two on saves. Oh, while, okay. While you're within my zone. Yep. My, my zone of, of, of plus two. To, well, how, how big is that zone? That's a good question. <laughs> probably let's, melee, right? Let's probably tap it. Oh, look at this. It brings it up. It's an aura of protection. So a saving throw, or also called a save, represents an attempt to resist a spell, blah, blah, blah. To make a blah, blah, blah. It tells you all about that stuff. Ten feet? It just tells me what a saving throw modifier is. How come it doesn't? Wait, aura <laughs> of protection. Aura of protection. Oh, look at You can just click. You can just tap on anything, and it'll just, like, bring you to the thing. Ah. Uh, Ten feet within ten feet must yeah you get you get my my plus two. Okay. So, but I'm trying to see. I don't think you're going to be within that ten feet of him at the moment, unless you're well, sleeping in the front of the. I mean, why would I have to be within room? ten feet? There's clearly um, we're just everything's fine. <laughs> yeah, I was just bringing it up. Sure. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was just just you know because like well to just try to make sure I'm within. I'm not going to spend that much time on this. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. I'm going to roll to see if any, if you notice anything. Didn't he just do that? <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm rolling to see if I want him to notice something at this moment. Oh, it's, it's one of those rolls. As you are patiently waiting, uh, let's just say a few hours go by, you notice nothing. I've noticed nothing. Ha, <laughs> I want you, Cravoy. Well, let's say, let's see. It's been kind of a long day. I actually, <laughs> I'm gonna have you do a couple of rolls. So we're gonna we're gonna get into the end of the rolling part of D and D, which some people really love and some people really hate. I'm gonna have you roll a dexterity roll. It's been kind of a long day for you. You know, you've been carrying a Yanti. Dexterity roll. What? Any? Any? Just straight up dex. Yep. You just straight up dex it for me, and I'll tell you what's happening. Oh, that's not good. That's a four. So that's okay. a six total. Okay. So you are you are just you're not sleeping, but you're starting to kind of nod off a little bit because it's just it's been a long, adventurous kind of day. Like you you guys aren't used to this this much excitement because you know your towns are fairly. <laughs> Nonplus, and you know, there's really not a lot going on. This is the most the most adventuring you've had in a very long time. Now, I would like you to roll a constitution constitution check for me, please. No good. Oh boy, straight up con. 
Okay, that's an 11 on the die, 14 total. Okay. You don't fall asleep, but you start to kind of, your mind kind of starts to wander. You kind of think about things in your life. You think about where you've kind of come throughout your life, you know, where you started, where you end up now. You're kind of worried about the future. And uh, as you kind of nod off a little bit and kind of zone out, you a flash of green comes into your head. I want you to tell me a point in your life where you have failed at something. And it, it could be something small as, you know, being a child and, you know, doing something that wasn't quite, you know, what you should be doing and how you got punished for it. It could be something more hardcore. I'll let that be up to you. Provoy's life. Yes. Okay. Just want to be clear. <laughs> Not yours. No, we don't need we don't need that much realism. Okay, um, we got enough shit going on in our lives. We don't need yes, to talk right. about that right now. I was thinking, I'm like, Shh, should I fire off into that time I stole a little toy from a thing? No, you know what? No, we're fine. I'm just, <laughs> I, he means Cravoy, not John. Uh, all right. So Cravoy, we'll say, actually, probably the thing that jumps right to his, his mind is, is, is that the day, the day he earned his food chaser name, when it's just, it's just, he was just not clicking with the, with the tribe. So it was just like, with the, uh, not tribe, what the fuck was the word I was using? Clan. Clan, sorry. Yeah, he was just, he wasn't just one of those things. He just wasn't clicking with the clan personality wise. Uh, he was, he was doing like the bare minimum, what he was supposed to do, just feeling horrible about, you know, his, his place. And, uh, he just, it, it was just, he just would root the, the, he would root the crops and he would, I mean, basically steal food and he tried not to ever be, to take like too much. It was just, you're not supposed to do that. That's, that's the clan's food to be distributed. So he got caught when, uh, he's, this kind of started when he was youngish. So probably, probably like early teens. I think that's like when this whole thing started. And, you know, he got, he got caught one day and I guess if we're talking about failures, he, it was just like one of the first times. So we just flat out lied. And he said that he, he, he saw one of the other uh, kids do it. And uh, they ended up getting punished real bad. So if that fits into this criteria, that's, that's kind of where his mind's at. He thinks about things like that a lot. So who from your clan was the one that caught you and punished you? Oh, let's say, okay, his name... It was sort of like a sentry that was that would be patrolling these fields. I usually would be able to sneak by him, but not today. Not today. Oh, no, not today. His name was Runo, and yeah, he, uh, he he caught him pretty good, just red-handed. But no, no, yeah, no, he he caught him in the field, but not actually red-handed. And that's when I began my elaborate lie to blame it on Seti. When you're given this nickname, is it in front of everybody? Is it his thing to deal with with you and this other person that you falsely claimed? How did you? How was the ceremony of getting this nickname? Well, the ceremony happened a, a later when uh, uh, probably like a, a few years later, maybe just a couple years later. We'll say a couple like when he's like 15, 15, 15. Uh, and he was fifteen. He was doing. He, I mean, he was doing the stuff all along, but this time he got caught by Runo again. And just 
tried to do the same type of shit, blame it on somebody else, and Bruno wasn't having it. Uh, so it was just like one of those, like, just like, I've caught you too many times in these fields, kid. Like, this is it for you. And mm-hmm. he gets, you know, gets gets beaten, gets beaten up pretty bad. Because <laughs> that's how they handle things with the little runt boys. And uh, thrown in front of the elders. And I think, I think how it sort of went was... You know, like it was kind of in like a snarky way, talking about how I like to chase food around. And, you know, this is a, just a food chase, and just kind of like all the murmurs, and then like the all the murmurs kind of piled up, talking about it that way. And uh, the elders just eventually, yes, uh, you've earned your, your you've earned your middle name, boy, and it's you know, a food chaser, and just laughter and shame. And all that. Okay. Terrible, terrible. Okay. So I, I'll say, as you know, this this memory kind to kind of fades to black um, I'll say that uh, Runo, you can hear his voice in your head and you can hear him say chase the food, Gravoy chase the food you know, and, and it, it's it you know where, like as we're talking about it, like you're smiling and kind of giggling about it but like, Gravoy in his mind, it's it's like it's like when, you know, when a bully takes your lunch money or like pushes you to the ground like it's a constant reminder of not only who you've become but how many dumb things and bad things have had to happen for you to get this place and some some people take it and run with it and you have in your life but at this moment you feel that you feel that shame and it it wears on you yeah, I think he. It's not good at all. This is it. It kind of surprises him that it hits him so strongly. He would stand up and look around as if Bruno was there, and just kind of have to catch his breath. Yeah, and uh, as you look down the hallway, you see that one of the windows of the inn is open, and it is blowing, and it feels like Bruno is calling to you. And then the wind dies. This, this, yeah, he would be thinking to himself how bad that was yeah <laughs> that's as bad and i don't know if he would put together i guess i guess would he put together when i put together put that together like oh something's blowing in i you know i would say that you have it, it definitely feels like a warning yep i'll go back in the room or not back in the room i would just i'd probably just be alert a little more alert than usual until it's uh, up but i would not sit back down let's go back to selenar so selenar you are meditating on the day you are you know what i you know how about this i i I always love like as me being the gm and probably as most people can tell when i'm when i'm doing this game i love to have you guys tell me what's happening because Mm. i just kind of facilitate the story a little bit and i like you guys to run with so tell me what what kind of ritual selenar has when he is ready to meditate um, I guess it's different when he's in the field than when he's at home. Like it's, you know, probably a little bit more elaborate, you know, if he's just kind of like kicking around the house. Uh, but now that he's in the field, um, you know, they're, they're taking, taking shifts, you know, he knows he's got a certain amount of time and then he's going to go and relieve uh, Cravoy. So he's, he's got his, his leathers on and everything. I'll say he probably just sits sort of cross-legged, like up against the wall, so his back is straight. You know, he's got his hands. You know, it's more or less like a classic, you know, pose for that. 
And, um, you know, he begins, you know, he kind of gets himself settled in, you know, sort of tries to bring his breath down, um, you know, kind of counts backwards from 10 or 20, whatever. And just, you know, starts, kind of lets his mind drift and then kind of let it work things out. So like they're, they're trying to find Morgan, you know, they're trapped in this dome right now. So like with these things on his conscious mind, as he begins to like settle in, they kind of like start moving around on their own. And then, you know, he hopes that when he comes out of the, uh, the meditation that he's able to put pieces of things together. So like, you know, if he's at home and he's, you know, there's, you know, someone stealing or there was, uh, you know, a, you know, cow thief or something like that, that he would, you know, as he's investigating and picking up all these little clues, which sometimes are disparate things, you know, he gets into his meditation, kind of lets that stuff knock around to try to like make that connection. So are there any, because I always love to hear about like, you know, it seems like, you know, everything's very rudimentary when he's doing his meditation and stuff like that. Are there any like pieces of clothing or are there any, you know, do you, do you sit on a, you know, on, on like a, an elf rug or, you know, are there any like special like ticks or anything that you use when you're out adventuring? Yeah, we'll say he's got like a little mat and then he also, um, lights a candle as a, as a focus to beginning. So like, as he's sitting and kind of like settling in focusing on the candle, you know, as he's counting down and eventually closes his eyes, um, it just sort of, you know, begins as a focal point to, okay. to move from outward to inward. Perfect. At this moment, I'd like you to roll a perception for me. Right. Ooh, that's not going to be great. Six. Okay. As you are sitting and meditating, you are really getting into what you are kind of thinking about. You're thinking about your life as an adventurer. You're kind of surprised that you're kind of back in the saddle again, not to beat a dead horse. Boy, there's a lot of a lot of puns there, <laughs> a lot of different things going on, but love it. But you know that this might be out of all of the things that you've had, you've done in your life, this might be the most important because of of course of your daughter you know daughter being missing i would like you to roll a let's have you roll a dexterity uh straight dex is going to be 21 17 on the die plus four nice okay so you are very unaffected by the day um it's been a long one can tell there is probably going to be a lot more that's going to be headed your way but you are centered and you are you're ready for what's to come your meditation does not come at a price some people's meditation does it sometimes it sometimes people's meditation does the opposite of what it should be doing and yours is doing exactly what it should be let's go back to Cravoy. Cravoy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that guy. I feel, I feel great. No, this is perfect. I love what's going on right now. Oh, yeah. This is, I'm just all in my emotions now. <laughs> all right. I would like you to make another. I know this is people are like, what the hell? I want you to make another oh, perception check. It's good. It's good. Oh, yeah. That's a 19 on the die. So, 21. Okay. You 
are more alert. So you're just, your senses are hyper aware. You're just trying to listen for anything. You feel like this lull to sleep, this, this kind of memory that you've had feels very not of coincidence. So you think that you hear a noise outside of the window. You feel like you hear like if someone were to take a leather bag and drag it across a roof. It's got a it's got kind of that almost like bumpy-ish kind of noise but also very it also feels very slick like something is sliding. And this is now I'm I'm in the room now. No, you are still out. I'm you still said, yeah, you still, you said you were still out, yeah, watch so, of, out in front of the Yanti's room. Where's the window? The window is down to halt your left. It's probably about, uh, let's just say they probably got a, on this floor. They probably got a good, let's say six rooms. So okay. it's probably a good, I don't know. Let's just say, because I don't know feet that well, let's just say 40 feet. Are there. Okay. Okay. I'll probably go look out the window then. So as you're coming towards the window, I would like mm. you to roll a perception check to see what you see. Oh, 13 plus, or 13 on the die, perception. Okay, 17. All right. As you look out the window, you can see sliding around the corner is a tail. And then it's it disappears out of sight. And it feels like it's going behind like it's going to be heading towards either the room that you and Selenar are staying in or possibly the other Yanti. All right. I'd go back and yeah, I'd grab uh, Selenar, just grab him up, just uh, open the door and then go right into the Yanti's room and just, you know, Selenar, Selenar, now, Selenar. Yes. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I know how important that is, but uh, we've got a possible possible bullshittery abounding. You hear a squeak. Hear that? That's no good. And then uh, Cravoy will go into the other, to the Yuan, to Yuan, Yuan T's room. Okay. The door is locked. I kick it open with my big feet. All right. Roll strength. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm following up behind. So, it, so I, because of my size, let me just confirm this thing. This is like a racial uh, powerful build. I count as one size larger. Um, weight I can push, drag it, like all that kind of good stuff. Um, so if that can apply, oh, I got a 17 on the die. My strength is a plus three. That's a 20. I mean, if I can add my athletics, it's a 23. So you <laughs> kick the door right below the, or let's say, let's say right above where the handle is and it splinters inward. And just as you are entering the room, you can see two of the Yanti's brethren trying to grasp the other Yanti and disappearing into the night. So if I can, I'm going to throw an axe, throw one of my hand axes. Okay. Uh, let's do dexterity on that. I can totally do that. Well, now, where, where are you throwing this? At, the, at one of them. The one that's like immediately, that's, that's, that's most visible, who is pulling the Yuanti. Okay. I'm assuming they're reaching in through the through a window. Uh, yes, they are. Actually, it looks like they're both. 
they've already, it looks like they've already slipped in and now they're trying to basically slip him out of the window. So they're oh. like in the process of trying to get that, get him out of the window. Oh, okay. Let me, all right. Do I, do I have a shot? Is he already out of the window? No, no. Okay. They're both basically, if you're, th- if you're looking at the windowsill, they are both still inside trying to pull him out. So they're, they're, everyone is still inside the room. They're just trying to get him out because he was passed out. Why don't we roll initiative? Okay. I'm going to give, I'm going to give Cravoy advantage on it. So go ahead and roll twice. On initiative? Okay. Yes. I got 17 on the initiative. Okay. I got seven. Oh boy. <laughs> but I was, I did have to get up still. I mean, you know. <laughs> yep. This isn't going to bode well for you guys. Okay. So. Or will it? <laughs> <laughs> so the other two that are helping them roll the 20 and a 19. So they will be going first. That's great. That's great news. <laughs> great news, right? Okay. So they are going to. I'm going to say that both of the other Yontis that are not unconscious are outside of the room trying to pull him out. And he's still, because he's such a dead weight, he's still inside the room. And Crowboy, you're next. Okay. Uh, So I can't see them anymore? Pretty much not. Unless you want to take, like, you know, like the luckiest smallest chance of throwing it at one of their arms carrying the other guy but i don't think i wouldn't advise it how far to the window how many rooms probably 10 feet maybe 10 feet per room like 10 by 10 i mean if it's in rooms they're not going to be like super big right yeah yeah that's true yeah let's call it a 10 by 10 all right i'm going to cast misty step as a bonus action i will click the cast button and i have cast it uh, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to surround myself briefly surrounded by silvery mist I'm going to teleport up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that I can see I'm going to teleport right next to the window and I'm going to use an axe and just chop down as hard as I can on the arm of one of them the closest okay. one I can see and pretty much just trying to be like a, an obstacle to them moving this thing out of the way. So, okay. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to like chop the arm off, but like technically this is me trying to just impede them from pulling it out and just being in that close space. Sounds good. All right. Uh, so I've done the thing and I guess I will roll an attack with my, my ax. Oh, that might not do me any goodies. Seven plus uh, 13. That will not quite do it. Okay. So you go, you go to swing, and let's just say in your revelry of your misting, you're so excited about it. Oh, I did it. Yeah, you're like, I got to use some spells for once. Uh, <laughs> you get a little too excited, and you just miss the mark, and you, you, don't, you don't fall over, but you kind of slip, and it kind of hits, and your axe kind of hits the floor, and it's just a little stuck. Damn it. I did a bad. <laughs> All right, Selenar. Bringing up the oh. rear. Oh, yep. shit. Wait a minute. I get a second attack. All right. Go for it. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I have to remember that. Yeah. Now, so Now, remember that your axe is in the ground now. It is. Yeah. So I'm going to, I would like to use this action to grapple. And okay. I'm going to grab and start pulling against them. And this is also should probably fall under my, my giant build as so my, my strength, I don't know how, I don't really don't know what that means, but it makes a point of saying 
that I count as one size larger when I'm trying to push, pull, drag, or whatever. So I'm maybe a big boy. I'm a big old powerful build boy. Maybe they'd have this, you know, up to curb. Like maybe they would have disadvantage maybe in pulling against you since they would be medium to your large. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I like that idea. I'm big, strong boy. All right, so yeah, that's what I'm going to do. My, with my second, my second action, I'm going to just grab on and go for oh! it. What, what, what kind of, what the hell role am I doing there? I was just like in a... Well, you're doing strength if you're doing a grapple. Perfect. Thank you. Yes, that's, mm-hmm. made, that makes sense. Uh, 14? 14. You go to grab the arm of the passed out Yan T, not realizing that the arm that you're trying to grasp does not have a hand on it anymore, and it just slips from your fingers. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no! <laughs> I didn't. I didn't succeed again. Another bad. <laughs> All right, Selenar. So you are you are going to be in this whole thing because D and D runs in seconds. Basically, feels like um, you're going to be just outside of the door of this room. So what do you do? Okay, so he he gets up and he kind of like swipes his hand using prestidigitation to put the candle out, draws his sword and makes a beeline. I guess what I would do is probably double move then. Okay. I would use uh, my movement and then use my action as a movement to get in the room and see what the fuck's going on. And as I see Cravoy trying to grab where the hand should be and the, the Yanti are kind of like pulling him out the window, I'm like, hold creatures. We wish to have a word with you. Damn it. We mean you no harm. Well, back to this voice changer on here all right <laughs> yeah yeah i mean we're gonna have a lot of conversations me. with the yuan <laughs> that's right which i didn't want to have in the first place <laughs> <laughs> no it's great okay give me a second do you mean like what we had last time we do not trust you i mean six second rounds i don't know if you want me to respond or if you want to go back to the top of initiative because I, I have something queued up <laughs> You know what? I like where this is going right now. So go ahead. If we had meant him any harm, we would have killed him in the night. We had saved him to try to speak with him. We would speak with you if you had not stolen from us. This place does not let us have that convenience. We know that this is not how you intended this place to be. We know that it was called Haven. We wish to assist if we can. I'm here for my daughter. But if we can aid you, we will try. The other guy's hitting him like, come on, fuck this guy. Yeah, come on, we gotta go, man. Are you talking to him? <laughs> What's Cravoy doing? I, he may cut all this out. I don't know. I don't know how, how deep he's going to get into it. Oh, no, I'm, I, I did my thing. This is all like within the context of... Well, but around You could be like, you're like yelling at him while I'm doing my, while I'm sucking. You know, like that's while I'm saying everything. <laughs> Well, right, do you we like pause? You know what I mean. Like, I think it's probably going on while, right? Like in the same, the same. It's moment. all slappy. <laughs> yeah, right. Like I'm just, I'm like grabbing at him, and then they're just, yeah, yeah. Or it's yeah. just like time is frozen. That you know, totally like works. You, yeah, you you click the right thumbstick, and now there's like a pause. <laughs> exactly. All right, here we go. How can we know that you can be trusted? He he sheathes his sword, puts his hands up, and he says. I give you my word as Marshal of Fairreach, the land where we come from. Or it means your life. What was that? Or it means your life? 
Is that what he said? <laughs> I don't like what does that mean in context? <laughs> no one can be trusted here. As I say, we are not from here. We wished you no harm when we met you the first time, but you did not listen. Again, I offer my assistance if we can, but my primary duty is to save my daughter. I need an act of faith. What will you show us? What will we show him? What is it that you wish? And then he like he, he waves to Cravoy to like stop. Cravoy would drop it like, yeah, sure, yeah. And just try to hang on to the wanty. <laughs> <laughs> show us your honor. And how do you propose that I do that? More than what I have already done, which is save your kinsmen and giving you my word. Allow us to come with you. You don't have to take us back to wherever it is that you're hiding. We can go to a neutral place. This place is not safe. Come with us. If you allow it, we shall. They continue to slide their brethren outside of the window, but a lot slower. Okay. I mean, we both stand off then and let them take him. Crivoy, I will go grab the gear. Uh, make your way out the window and follow. I'll, I will return in a moment. Uh, yes, of course, of course. Uh, and Crivoy will... <laughs> this sucks. I, this is why I don't, play, I don't play spellcasters a lot, but I'm definitely... How far is it down to the, to the ground? Well, you guys are on the second floor, so... Is it 30 feet? Yeah, let's say that. <laughs> I cast Misty Step again and just appear below <laughs> the Yuantes. Nice. Hey guys, I got no more second level first level second level spells. <laughs> you're just you're just nightcrawler bamping all over all yeah. over the town. Yeah, I just I, but I land and I go, Oh, that was it. Oh, it's the last one. Oh, oh god. Oh <laughs> wish I had more bamfing in me, but I only I've got wasted, two bamps per day. I, I've wasted my bamps. <laughs> They see that you appear down below and you are kind of winded, but they kind of nod in a, like a quiet gesture of uh, respect almost. Yeah. I'm not threatening. I've got, I don't have any weapons out. I'm just, yeah, looking, yeah, yeah. No, no, they're like, a they're, yeah, they're really excited about what you did basically, but they, oh, you sweet. know, they kind of give you that like all knowing like, wow, you know, good job or whatever. And they make their, <laughs> make their way North along the rooftops. Oh, so you're on the rooftops then. Shit. Wait, no, no that was Reggie. Stop. So, so. <laughs> oh, so you're on the rooftops then. Uh, I'm just, that's fine. <laughs> so they went to the roof? It's so, okay. So then Selenar comes out and then okay. he sees you down and then he sees them hey. up, and he ties one of the fucking ropes from the pack off and throws it down to you. Very shamefully, Cravoy <laughs> climbs up the rope. I'm just um, no. Before you get, before you guys even, before you guys even climb, climb up. I'm not gonna do the voice right now, but we'll do it eventually. Here, they tell you that climbing back up is not needed. Right. Yes, of course, I knew that. So one of the Yanti picks up the uh, handless Yanti and throws, slings it over its back, and they. Slithers to the edge of a roof of one of the buildings, jumps onto the next one, slithers off the building onto the next one. Unless Selenar needs help doing that, then they will assist. Is there like a good handhold for like, so I drop the pack, you know, her voice pack down to him. 
I have mine on. If I can, you know, get out the window, can I get up to where they're at? Well, you're, you're, you, they're not like, I should preface this to say, well, yeah. Yeah. Let's say that. Yep. Let's just say like from where you're at, it's not very far to the roof because it's, it's only the inn is only two floors. So yeah, basically yeah. there's just a little bit of a lip and then getting up, but I will actually have you roll a dexterity just in case, because remember it is blustery cold out. It is like a very dry cold, but it's still snowing profusely that green ish tintish. And so we want to make sure that you're able to make it without slipping. Okay. Can I use my acrobatics to do so? Sure can. All right. So he kind of like gets himself up on the ledge and then like throws a hand up and tries to like swing himself over. Ooh, it's going to be an 11. Oh no. Fuck that guy. <laughs> We're doing so good. We're okay. fine. <laughs> so you, so how are you, how are you going to try to do it again? I'm sorry. So he, he, he kind of like scoots out on his ass and then sort of like he's crouching in the window. So he's, his back is to Cravoy, and he reaches up to the top, and he's just going to try to, like, flip himself over. Okay. So he reaches, and he tries to kind of pull himself over, and it's like, it's like when you try to get a handhold on, like, the monkey bars at school, and it doesn't quite grip well, and you kind of slip, and it's not as embarrassing as it should be because you kind of see it coming, but you kind of slide to the like to one of your sides and kind of hit your head on the just a little bit on the roof and kind of start to fall when uh, the other Yanti actually takes his tail and grasps one of your arms as you're falling and helps you onto the roof so he uh so he gets himself square and he like kind of like gets his footing and you know he looks at the Yanti and he just inclines his head thank you he inclines his head back without any words lets you go takes its tail and kind of does a little loop like come with us and you guys are off. That's okay. So cute. <laughs> <laughs> you head, you head North of town. You are on the deuce saloon. You with Cravoy following uh, down below, uh, you jump from <laughs> muttering the, to himself. <laughs> yeah, you jump from the rooftop of the deuce saloon to the jail. That's across just next to the deuce saloon with a little bit of a, alleyway there it's not too far it's probably about let's just say it's like because i don't want to say five or ten let's say it's like seven feet across so selenar takes a good jump at it i'm not even gonna have you roll i'm gonna say you make it nicely you kind of slide a little bit on your feet but you kind of do it in a nice way because you know you're an elf and you've kind of you've seen some things so you start running from the jail you run on top of the roof you jump to the next one which is the church it's um, like a fucking wushu movie. It's like fucking um, <laughs> flying, uh, uh, crashing tiger, whatever the fuck the name of that movie is. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. Actually, I'm going to say, I'm going to reverse that. I'm going to say that you jump from the jail, or you're running on the jail, and then they kind of veer off to the back of the jail, to the rear. And they motion to Gravoy to come through the alleyway. And they jump kind of to the east of the church because they don't want to be on the church because as you can see from the top of the church, which is actually two levels bigger than anything else in this town, this is, you you just gleam that this must be where the oval stays because it's a 
almost like a it, it it's 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 everything about this just screams like we want you to know that this is the oval because it's an a nice oval structure it's green intent it um it even has a oval emerald at the top that let's have you both roll perception oh that's better 16 nice my little pony 19 <laughs> nice. nice and you see that you think that this would be this looks very close to a shiny emerald and what you usually know and when an when you see an emerald it's more kind of rectangular square in size and you don't see it in an oval shape like this but it doesn't to you it doesn't seem like a real emerald it looks like something that has been man-made to look like it looks like a an emerald but it's just a uh, oval version of it. it it definitely has a weird sheen to it too and it it looks very very like it should be there but also very out of place and you don't understand why but you continue to run towards the end of town the yantes and selenar run to the back of the jail the the yantes run and they jump off this roof and they look to and the one that doesn't have the other yanti looks to you and holds out his hand as it's jumping off the roof uh he doubles down he he like Digs in, goes a little faster, and jumps to the Yanti. Okay. All right, perfect. And as the Yanti with the one that is out cold, as they're falling down, you can see it, it almost seems like it's something out of you know out of a movie. It's something that you know you feel like shouldn't the mechanics of it shouldn't work. And they kind of almost like it looks like they're jumping at an angle where they're sliding in midair. It almost looks like they're sliding down like a slide, you know, it's just like it's it, but it's straight and it's in a line. It's just so weird, but they kind of, but they, they all kind of, uh, the, the Yanti kind of tosses, lightly tosses the other one that's unconscious and lets him kind of slide on the ground where he, even though he has uh, this Yanti abomination has a tail and has human arms, it almost looks like it's almost doing like a baseball slide and it kind of slides to the ground. And you, uh, your Yanti kind of comes with, and instead of maybe possibly holding on to you and then, you know, trying to run, run it into a slide, he kind of almost takes you into almost what feels like, like a, mo- a mother cradling its baby, you know, it kind of, you know, like pulls you in so nicely and neatly and, you know, gets you in this embrace. And it's just, it's awkward for a second because it's like, you know, you're just wondering what is going on here. And then he almost like, like when someone takes a, like a ladle and like, like, or takes like uh let's like like a spatula and like slides an egg onto a onto a plate like you just slide into the into the ground into the snow and like comes safely to a you know it's it's almost like one of those things for a movie where you're kind of like you're almost like arms to the side like haha like you just come (laughs) to a like nice perfect kind of slide and the other yanti after he does it he kind of he's so used to being so graceful that he kind of slips a little bit and kind of slides to the side 
and can't quite get his bearing because he doesn't have traditional legs. And because he wants to do that nice baseball slide that his brethren had done, he kind of almost looks like when you, you know, take a dog that's really tired and push him against, push him against uh, along the floor. It just kind of like, <laughs> kind of just is like, it takes it like yeah, exactly. Fine. It's just kind of like, fine. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> just like, well, that happened. So. Yeah, I mean, if he's close enough, similar, we throw at him and we try to steady him. Okay. I don't know if he would like issue the arm of like, no, I, you know. Yeah. Gotcha. Got it. But. Or as, as he's sliding or as he's done. Like as, as he gets like sort of that awkward wobble, like as we kind of come in and he sort of like, it looks like maybe he's going to trip like Selenar would throw out his hand okay. to steady him. Like okay. put him on his shoulder, grab his, you know, grab his forearm, like hold him so okay. he wouldn't fall. Okay. Boy, I don't know what to pick on that. Could be a dexterity, could be a strength. I'm gonna say maybe dexterity more. Okay. Because you're trying to grab somebody that's kind of falling away from you. Natty twenty. Baby. Nice, <laughs> nice. So All right. Total. All right. Well, since since uh, I just described all that amazing stuff, we're gonna rewind and call it something else. Because <laughs> he decided to write the ship. Uh, let's just say, <laughs> let's say that this is like when you're watching the winter Olympics and you have a couple of ice skaters and the one kind of, you know, twirls the one and kind of lets them go and they kind of pirouette nicely. Like you do that to them and <laughs> <laughs> it has a little, Perfect. a little, a little laugh of glee as it <laughs> kind of pirouettes through the snow and oh, lovely. You know, is a little uh, ends up a little different than it had originally thought, but still is is uh, is joyed by it. So you guys run past a church. You look to your left and you see a huge, what must be a town square that is empty because, of course, it is very late at night and no one's going to be at the town square at this time of night. And you go behind the t- the town square where you see four somewhat modest huts. And they are, they are not hidden, but you can tell that they are very rarely used. And you are beckoned into one of the, one of the huts. And as soon as you walk into the hut, the other four Yantis are there. They are enjoying a meal. They are also kind of chatting and having a, seems like a somewhat good experience. And then you two walk in behind their brethren along with this. Uh, actually, no, I should say it would be three more because it, there was six total. And they see you and they start to get up. Thanks for listening to Justice for All, a D&D 5th edition campaign run by me, Kurt Amuler, with John Haremza. Selenar Eularian and John Neary as Gravoy Food Chaser Nola Kavea. Music and sound effects by BattleBards. Go to BattleBards.com to get great fantasy and sci-fi audio. Theme music by Mr. Snooze. To find out more about the theme music, check out our show notes. And thanks for listening.